Can being a kind person get you more business? Yes, that's the answer. If you've ever encountered Lexine in person, you can't help but be put in a good mood. She radiates joy and is just genuinely a nice person. Lexine added a photo booth to her existing wedding photography business just a few years ago, and her bookings exploded in just year one. She went from owning one booth to, I think she's up to maybe five in just three short years. It could be more. My name is Catalina, and I run Modern Photo Booth Company, and you're tuned into the Photo Booth Podcast, where we talk all things photo booth business related. Stay tuned, because we will be right back with Lexine of Lexi Booth to chat about how she started such a successful business and how she's handling things during the current situation. Today I have Lexine, who is the owner of Lexi Booth here in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada as well. So we are colleagues in the same city and um, welcome and thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm going to get right into the questions because this is what we do. But tell me, what made you start your business? So uh, when I started Lexi Booth, it was kind of me being just mad at doing the same thing all the time. So I was, I had been a photographer for a couple of years at that point. Uh, I started my photography company right out of high school um, in 2015. Well, started it. I didn't really know what I was doing. And I kind of realized that I had this massive clientele that already trusted me with something. So they, they trusted me with their wedding day. I mostly did weddings and families. And to hire that person, they already had that insane amount of trust. Um, and I knew to, from a business standpoint, that if they took my recommendations for all other services so seriously, that I could maybe offer a new service that they would love as much, that's easy to, to put in. And that's when I thought, okay, a photo booth is a thing. Um, so then I, I searched it up and I, I found pretty much photo booth supply co because it was the easiest booth that could be set up from what I could find. So when the case launched, I was like, okay, that's my thing. That's easy. I don't need to figure out anything. I can be stupid and put this up. So that's, that's perfect for me. And that's pretty much how it started. It was just too much of an opportunity to pass on it when I already had the clientele and they knew who I was serving. Um, and it was really fun too. Like who, who gets to say that they make money off photo booths. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you grew your business like so quickly. Cause I remember like you got your first booth and you got, how long was it before you got your second booth? I think I'm like my. It's so long ago, you know, pre-COVID. Who who knows about that time? <laughs> I think it was about six months before we got our second. I'd say because wow. we put uh, if no, if not a couple months because I got it in October 2017, but I was still scared because it was new, so I didn't really go full on in right off the bat. But in June 2018, I'm like, okay, this is it. Like we have a couple weddings, but I want to go hard on it. And then in August 2018, like two months later, I'm like, okay, we're booking up for next year. It would be stupid for me to send all that business to someone else if I can just buy another booth and have it for myself. So I bought a second in August and then a third in November. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Why not? If you're going to go two, might as well go three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, that's just that many more bookings you can do, right? <laughs> exactly. What do you think is the secret to your success? Um, I always say it's to be nice. Because um, if you're mean to someone somehow in business, whether it's your clients, whether it's other vendors, whether it's just anyone you talk to, it always comes back. Karma is a real thing. 
especially in business. Because if you're just mean to that one person that talks behind your back, well, it, it does strain on your reputation. People do talk, especially in a small town like Ottawa, where everyone's linked somehow or possibly family. You have to be careful. Um, and uh, it really works. It says, it says a lot about you. It says a lot about how you run your business, so how you treat people. Um, so I would say that because I had worked so hard in proving to my clients that I was reliable and that they could trust me. So I always pulled through. I always showed up no matter what it was that whatever service I could offer them after, they would trust me with it because I already proved that I'm going to pull through. So I could literally throw anything at them and they'll go, sure, we'll buy it because it's from you. Like You proved to me that you were consistent. I'm sorry, something fell in the background there. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a good good rule to live by. Ottawa is very small. <laughs> Actually, just exactly. Canada in general. <laughs> everyone <laughs> seems to know everyone. Somehow. Somehow everyone <laughs> does. Seriously. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to someone who's maybe just starting out or who's struggling through their business, what would that be? Um, okay. Someone who's starting out. I always say to, to just do it, to just go for it. You see so many people struggle with problems that could happen rather than just dealing with them if they come. So they, you stop yourself from even going for it because you're scared of what could happen. Well, the people that really go for it, um, they just kind of figure it out as they go. They, nobody has everything planned out. Nobody knows the answer to everything. So if you think that the people that are most successful and that you look up to are all organized and perfect and everything's all floating for them, but for you, it sucks and, and nothing makes sense. That's not true. So everything that sucked came in their face too, but they just took it and they ran with it. So if I could say, oh, maybe why should I start a company? Just go, why shouldn't you? So if, if you go, why shouldn't you and focus on that, you'll never make it. But if you go look at everything that could go well, just focus on that and then run with it and go. Just need that, that little extra push to just do it. This is worth it if it does work out. And if it doesn't work out, then that's cool. At least you had the experience and you can say that you tried. Yeah. Yes, that's very true. Uh, you know, people always get stuck in their head with like hurdles like, oh, before I start my business, like I need a website. It's like, no, you don't. You literally don't. Just open a Facebook page and then work on your website later. Like there's a million things that, you know, even as a, I'm sure now you've, you're established business, but you're like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like your business is never perfect. Like that's just no. not something that ever happens. <laughs> never. There's always something to work on and you're never perfect because there's either something new that pops up that you're like, oh man, I need to get on that. Or there's something that you're always catching up on. So it's, you can always get better. If you see someone that has a perfect business and they're like, yeah, I don't need to work on it. Mm -mm. <laughs> it won't go well for them <laughs> yeah that is so true perfect does not exist um <laughs> what's one thing that you wish you knew when you were first starting out um a lot of things um I think that people really need to remember that everyone else that is doing it um, where you see them as competition and everyone around you, they're all human too. And they're all trying and they're working really hard at it. And you can't 
see them as like these gods that are untouched and unperfect. See them as inspirations. They're human. So if you go up to them and you tell them that, wow, you're amazing. I look up to you. I love what you do. They most likely will become your friend at one point because they're going through the same motions as you. They totally understand. Um, so if someone would have told me like, hey, everyone goes through this phase. Everyone starts off somewhere. Everyone will have a hard time in the beginning to figure out exactly what they want and what they're trying to get out there. Um, and that you're not alone. <laughs> you're not crazy. It's totally fine. And um, something that I figured out with time too, and I read it in a really old book from like the 70s that defined the definition of like an entrepreneur, just someone in business. And it made me realize like, oh, this is me. Like I could never pinpoint it. And that definition pretty much made me not feel nuts that it's totally okay if your business takes up like 99% of your brain for a good while, if not for all, because it, it becomes part of you. People don't tell you that when you start a business, but it's true. If you're not passionate first, but it, it won't work. You need to really love it. So if you see photo booths and you're passionate about it and everywhere you go, you see a booth and you go check it out, then clearly you'll be fine. You'll do great because you'll be obsessed with it. And it's okay to be obsessed with it. It's just, it's hard. It's normal that not everyone in your entourage will understand what's going on in your brain. But don't let that stop you from actually doing it because it makes sense to you. So it's totally fine. Do you ever wonder whether or not you're capable of just having like normal conversation with your friends that doesn't like bring up a photo? Like I have this problem all the time. Like, can I actually yeah. not think about photo booths? I don't think so. <laughs> business in general. It's, it's always like, did you, oh, we should do this. This is a new idea. And they're like, we're just trying to eat here. Like saying, can you calm down? <laughs> no, there's a million things you can do right now. It's not everyone that has that mindset too. So it's, it's hard to push it on other people. If you if they don't see it, they won't see it. And don't get insulted or stopped by it because they don't see what you see. Just focus on what you want. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite marketing strategy that you've ever done to date? Okay. Um, one of our biggest selling points is actually our staff and our team. So a lot of people that booked us through trade shows or through referrals, it was because they had so much fun uh, with our team. So I would say that our, our biggest angle that we put out is that I always put like way too many staff <laughs> or everyone wears proudly merch everywhere they go for absolutely no reason. And um, so they, as in merch, as in like anything from sweaters, hats, pants that have our logo on it. And so that people understand that the staff aren't like forced to be here. They love it as much as me. And it was hard to know as the owner, who was the owner amongst us. And we just made it always like, I guess our marketing perspective was we're going to be your best friends and we're going to be here through it. And as cheesy as that is, as disgusting as it sounds over <laughs> wording, you know, we're going to be your best friend. You get a photo booth and a friend out of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you should change your slogan to that, please. <laughs> photo booth yeah, and a friend. <laughs> it's all inclusive here. Yeah. Um, it was more to have a, a really friendly flexible we're here for you oh you need more time no worries we'll charge you no worries but we'll stay you know just having that really fun approach to a fun service rather than being too professional and too to the point that was more my angle of it because that's how I did it 
with my other business anyways. So it was easy to apply and it worked really well with my team because everyone was so excited to be there. So we actually put as in like our big words that defined us as being stupidly over-friendly. <laughs> so the, when you come in, you say hi to everyone as if you haven't seen them in 20 years, even though you haven't met them. And it worked out really well for us. And that's how like word of mouth got out because people are like, we had so much fun with our attendance and half the pictures there's always an attendant picture in there. That, and I'm like, what did you do? Like, you're not supposed to take pictures of the clients. And they're like, they forced me. What do you want me to do? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, sure. Hey, whatever works for you. So it worked yeah. out well for us. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, your staff is amazing. Uh, thank you. I mean, we've worked together a few times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Lexine and I are in the same city, but sometimes, like, I don't have enough staff and same vice versa. You know, if we're ever booked up, we do work together. Yeah. Uh, but that one event that you lent me like, I think like four or five of your staff <laughs> and they were so amazing. Yeah, they were really, really great. Even though we were like right by the door and it was like minus 40 the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. We're okay, trained yeah. for it. I'm like, be nice, be yeah. nice, be nice. Canadian. <laughs> there you go. We're still smiling and I'm like, are you guys okay? They're like, yeah. I'm like, it's so cold. <laughs> They love that experience. It was all good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm going to throw in a bonus question in here. Obviously, we're still in COVID and a lot of people are struggling with, you know, what's happening. And, um, you know, we've seen a lot of people who have pivoted and maybe like come up with some really in, like cool initiatives and stuff. Like, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing throughout this whole time? Like, I mean, it's been almost almost six months now, right? Insane. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Uh, but we're, I mean, here in Ottawa, at least we're starting to open up a little bit. So there is a bit of opportunity, but maybe you can, you know, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing. Oh, for sure. So pretty much we didn't go um, full aggressive. We pretty much retracted a little bit. So I decided from my end, um, because I did, I do have the photography side of things as well, right? If I was full photo booth, I'd probably have a completely different point of view on this. But we just decided on, um, we had close to 200 events books for this year, mostly weddings. And everyone had to really switch over and everyone kind of panicked. And every single lead that we ever had, everyone was not responding to us anymore either because it really changed our perspective. So we decided to go as I said, like overly friendly, we'll do everything to be way too nice to what's going on during COVID. So either it's rescheduling to like 2022 and just being really responsive to the point that I answered emails within like 20 seconds of them asking if they could reschedule a date to I actually uh, confirmed 100% that we would be available for any single date that they would pick no matter what. For the next two years, because I'm like, if I am not there, then I will find someone that I know or a colleague or something that will be able to do it for me no matter what. So I could not have that stress of, oh, we might be available. Like, let us know. We'll check for you. It was more like, we're going to be here no matter what. We're here for you. We even had a few brides um, that like opened up and, and, you know, couples that said how it sucked. So I sent them like memes and jokes through email. I'm like, I hope this makes you feel better. Um, go buy a pool. It's really hot outside. Like here's a coupon <laughs> I found from Canadian Tire. Oh my <laughs> <I> God. <laughs> your day. And the few couples that did stick through and they, they did have, so thank God that uh, the food was supply code boots went contactless because that helped us a lot. And there's a few brides that called us and said, sadly, we can't have a booth, you know, it's dangerous. And I'm like, 
no, it's not. We can, it's safe for you now. And they were very happy. They had no clue that this was even an option. And we gave it to them. But not only that, to the few couples that did keep us because they, they didn't make their numbers smaller, or they just wanted to keep a booth, it was really important for them. And we kept reminding them why important it, it was important. Like, I know you only have a few guests, but why like reduce the experience of it? Why, why stop yourself from having fun things, even if it's not what you had originally? Like, imagine putting your head, like, go for it, have that booth and make it as custom. So we really went that extra mile for every couple that still booked. So if they kept us, no matter what, even if this, the numbers were smaller, we're just offering like a bunch of extra things that we don't necessarily have time usually to do for everyone. So either it's custom props or custom interface or like extra backdrops and stuff for free as a like, thanks for keeping us for this year. Um, I know you could have rescheduled or canceled, you know, um, so we appreciate that you kept us or there's even some that the venues have to cut off the time at a certain time now because we can't stay for dancing and all this stuff so we go you know what we can move the booth to your next location if you want and then we offer them two locations so that way they still keep the same amount of time of booth <laughs> so we keep the original contract um but it makes that that much fun more fun for them they so they still kept that positive energy around having a booth so it's just being insanely flexible and nice of course, it's going to cost me more on my end, more time, more staff, more everything. But down the line, they're going to remember that their booth experience was super positive, even during COVID. So when they're going to think about us or talk about us or talk about their wedding, all they're going to remember is, oh, my God, my booth was at both parts of my party. That was so nice of them. So that review might go that that extra mile and, you know, it's going to send more people away for going that extra mile for them as well. So kind of works out you know <laughs> I love it yeah. I, I agree like you can't put too much good in the world especially with your clients because they're going through yeah. so much more with this like they're not dealing with just one vendor they're dealing with so many vendors and tens of thousands of dollars like yeah make it as simple as possible because they're going to remember that I 100% remember all the people who made my life difficult during COVID <laughs> and trust yes. me one day it's going to come back to them it always right. comes back. That's what people think that they get to be mean one day and it it passes on and then they can be nice when they want to, when they want something from you and that you won't remember that. Well, in business, it's, it's like any relationship in the world. You have to work at it. And if you show your true colors, especially during these trying times, a lot of businesses are going to lose during this time because they've shown what their true values are. Are they really there for their clients? Are they really there for the money? Or are they just, you know? So it's really important to show what you care about during these times because it powers through everything else that you've done for the past few years. It's now that's going to show like how strong your business is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Any last words before we sign off from the podcast? Um, <laughs> that's a nice one. No, I would just say if someone's listening to this and you're on the edge, if you want to do the booth, thing or not uh even during covid i would just say just do it just just go for it you know what you might, might have more time to figure out how it works but you might have more time to be strategic and it's it's really fun so if you like it and you have a way to market it just just do it you have the time now to figure out all those tiny details that usually you're going like 100 miles the hour that you can't figure out so if you're if you're on the edge just, just go for it. And if it fails, then blame me. It's fine. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Uh, I might edit that part. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bad coaching tips. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. No, it's great advice. I agree. I 100% agree. It is now is the best time to start a photo booth business because it's like yeah. you just have so much time to get it somewhat right. Yes, <laughs> you know. Next year's gonna come around that everyone's getting married and every you know like it's there's a reason for everything. Whatever I hate that saying, but it still works. Uh, you you just have to go for it. And it's the best time to figure out what you want to do with it because you can actually slow down a tiny little bit and figure it out. So <laughs> tiny. Words to live by right there. Well, thanks, Lexine, for joining us. And for everyone out there, if you enjoyed this week's episode of the Photo Booth Podcast and you want more content like this, please consider subscribing. And similar to how we always ask our clients for reviews, please do hit a review up for this podcast. Don't forget that sharing is caring. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this, please pass it along. And we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>